so hack your mind and master execution. You know, this has been a very hot topic for me uh, since I've left, you know, corporate America and I've been kind of going company to company and learning what's going on. I've been learning a lot about execution, meaning when I was in a Fortune 500 company, a lot of execution came from the culture over there because execution was pretty much forced. There was metrics and there was accountability and it was all the way from the top, all the way to the bottom. And it wasn't really a choice. You got accustomed to the execution lifestyle. When I'm going outside, I'm realizing that, you know, a lot of folks right now are struggling with execution when it comes to leaders and salespeople. And why is this important? Because you could listen to this meeting, you could listen to all the sales tips and all the leadership tips that somebody gives you. Great introduction, building relationships, presenting and closing based off of emotion, following up uh, like a monster, land, air, and sea, emails, texts, voicemails, building a prospecting play, being motivated. Um, having great huddles, having great one-on-ones. All this stuff is great material. This session right now is going to be great material. But what really matters out of this session is execution. If you don't execute on what you get or what you learn, then all of this stuff is worthless. So what's more important than this content is what you do with this content. What's more important than learning a great sales script is actually using a great sales script. What's more important than learning how to build a great culture is actually building a great culture. So I believe that execution is one of the most important things right now to find your success. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So innovation is rewarded. Execution is worshipped. I have this ism books that I was given from Rocket. And inside of it, it has a chapter about this. And it simply says, ideas are fundamental to who we are. We encourage them. We love them. But ideas alone aren't enough. It takes both ideas and execution to make great things happen. It takes stamina and commitment to bring innovation to life. And there's a lot of people out there that have great ideas. I have a great idea and I want to be a perfectionist and it's not ready yet and it's not ready yet. I'm sure we all know somebody that's been trying to build something great for a very long time. You're like, yo, when are you going to launch that product? When are you going to open that business? When are you going to do that thing? And like, oh, it's almost ready. It needs this and it needs that. And they never end up doing it. And that could hinder somebody's success. You know, when you think about thinkers and doers, which side would you rather be on? Of course, there's a happy median to strategically think. But if there's anything I learned, experience is the best teacher that we all have. Meaning you learn more from your failures than you do about thinking about your failures. So what I'd rather have somebody do is go out there and do things, fail, learn, get the experience from it. Come back and regain some knowledge because even like when you're interviewing somebody these days or recruiting, does it really matter what happened in the past or what happens in the future or what their ideas are? Or is what really matters, what have they done? What could they do now? What is their execution like? What could you show me right now that you could do? And I think that's super important as we go through these topics is think about some things you've always wanted to do. Are you an executor? If somebody calls you in your family and says, hey, grab me some milk on the way home. Do they have to call you multiple times and remind you? Do they send you a text saying, don't forget the milk? Do you go home and forget the milk? Or are you somebody that when somebody tells you, grab me the milk, they don't have to think about it or tell you it again because they know you're going to bring that milk. And that goes to everything. If somebody tells you at work, yo, could you handle this for me before I leave? Are you somebody that forgets or are you somebody that does it? And if you're someone that forgets, is there a method that you use to try not to forget? And if you're somebody that does it, is there a method that you use to do things? And I'll tell you, execution has been a big, uh, played a big role for me. You know, 
And I'm trying to think back to how I started executing. And I think it all started like when I learned about first doing your most uncomfortable things first, building a list of three to five things that you don't really want to do, but creating that list and doing them every single day. When I created a list like that 10, 15 years ago and I started doing those things, I realized after 20, 30, 40 days, those things became easier for me to do. I became more comfortable doing them. And that's really where I got the dopamine from execution. I'm like, all right, this actually worked. These things I hate doing are now accustomed to my lifestyle. I no longer have to think about executing on them. And then it went more of checklist. I remember I used to be addicted to checklists. I used to go into work and I used to say, what are all the things I need to do today to be great? And I used to write them down on a checklist and then I would cross them off throughout the day and I'd get dopamine every single time I cross something off. And I'd have a checklist every single day. And then I tried to go, when we went virtual, I started even, and I'll show you guys because it's still on my phone. I don't delete my messages. But like, if you look at my phone, these are my checklists I've set myself over the last 10 years. Literally, when I need to get something done, I make a checklist for it. And I always get a question with like, yo, how do you do so much? How do you originate clients and have a job? And then how do you consult? And then how do you travel? And then how are you spending time with your family? And how are you having dinner? Well, it's because I execute on my list of things every single day. So it turned into the checklist. And then it turned into a planner and using a planner every single week. And then it turned into just building execution lists for everything that makes me successful. So what I like to do is I like to reverse engineer the science and figure out like, what are the things that I need to do to be successful? Okay, then how do I execute on those things every single day? So it changed my life. I'll start with joining Rocket Mortgage. Before I became a leader at Rocket Mortgage, I was a banker. When I was a banker, I used to get on the phone and I had uh, the script that was given to me at Rocket and I tried it out and I didn't like it. I started changing the script around. Every single time I change the script around, I try it out a couple of days, see what works, see what doesn't. Eventually, I got to a script that I really liked and was helping me originate clients. And it wasn't like sounding like a robot, but it was more about the philosophy and the strategy behind the phone call. When do I build a relationship? How do I build a relationship? What stories do I share? What stories should I get? What's the commonality between the clients I'm talking to? What's going on in the world? And I found a script that works and it started working every single month. I was doing 50 to 60 deals a month for almost a year and a half straight. But I executed on that list. That script I made, doesn't matter if it was a, a 500 credit score client, 800 credit score client, it doesn't matter if it was a Monday or a Friday, it doesn't matter if it was 6 a.m. or 8 p.m., I used the same exact script on every single call. <coughs> it did a couple of things for me. Number one, it made my life easier. Instead of thinking about, oh, what kind of client is this? What do I have to do? I already had a process that I built that I'm executing on that I follow. Number two, the numbers followed. I already knew this works. I knew how many calls I had to take, how many conversations I had to have, and the production always followed behind it. So this caused me to change my life financially. I retired my parents from this execution on, this, on the script. I bought my dream house from the execution on the script. I changed my life from building a script that I executed on every single day. And that's some of the scripts that I teach you guys today. Then I became a leader. And when I was a leader, they asked me like, could you do something additional for our company? You know, we want to own something. You know, you, you have your team, but outside of your team, what are you doing for the company? So I, I had an idea. I said, look, leaders struggle with huddles. And it's crazy because everything connects because now I train people on huddles. And this was like six years ago. I said, why don't I create prepackaged huddles for leaders? 
That way, every single Friday, I'll send this out. And every Monday morning, they come in and they have a huddle to run with their team. I'll never forget, they said, do you think that you could consistently execute on this? Because the worst thing you could do as a leader is say you're going to do this. And then two, three weeks later, it happens all the time. People stop doing it. Could you leave a voicemail and send an email to all the leaders every single Friday for the whole year? And I said, yes, I can. I knew I executed on my script and it worked. And I said, I'm going to execute on this for leadership. And this is also going to work. I did this for a year and a half to two years straight. Every single Friday on my honeymoon, it was sent. When I was on vacation, it was sent. When I was sick, it was sent. I made sure every single Friday people got this prepackaged huddle. I became known as the prepackaged huddle guy, prepackaged sauce guy. People started coming up to me and saying like, don't you send the prepackaged huddles out? I really appreciate it. I built a reputation with thousands of team members based off my execution on one email that helped me build my reputation and my character. Execution changed my life. I got promoted three times. I was asked to take over multiple things. When people needed something done, they started calling me because I executed. Now, how does that relate to you? Well, let me ask you, if you were an executor in your office or executor as a leader, who do you think that the executives look at when there's a promotion? Who do you think that your LOs go to or your, your employees or team members go to when they have a problem? Who do you think your leaders look up to and want to help the most? It's the executors. The executors are the specialty group. Right now, executors are wanted everywhere. Even there's a shop that's hiring HR right now. They said that I want somebody for HR. I said, okay, I could try to find you somebody. I said, what are you looking for in them? I need them to execute. When I say something, they get it done. It's so important regardless of where you're looking. Second example I have for you is a YouTube. You know, I started a YouTube five years ago and I started off with book summaries. I said, every single week, I'm going to summarize a book, a book that I read. I'm going to read it in a week. I'm going to summarize it in 10 minutes, 10 takeaways, and I'm not going to stop doing it. Well, I did that for a year. And then that turned into the next year. I said, you know what? I'm ready for my next project. I'm going to do a miracle morning every single day on YouTube and do a workout and post a quick video with a tip of the day. And really subconsciously, it's going to hold me accountable to working out in the morning and waking up early. But at the same time, the YouTube will kind of be my proof. Even though I wasn't getting any views or anything on it, I was doing it for myself to prove I could execute. Well, that YouTube also connected to a lot. It turned into motivational podcasts, the book summaries, um, consulting, Aces Academy. Um, so many things happened from the YouTube. As a matter of fact, I always like to reverse engineer and say, what if I didn't keep going with the YouTube? Would I be on social media today? Would I have an academy today? What if I didn't execute on the script that I made at Rocket for my phone calls? What if I said I'm only going to use this when I, when I feel like it? Would I have been successful? Would I have made five, 600,000? What if I said as a leader, you know, I'm not going to own this. It's too hard to send or I'm only going to send it sometimes or I forget to send or I'm on vacation. It's okay. Would I have been known as an executor in the company? So I think all these things changed my life because they built my character. And the best example I could give you is the ice bath. How do I get into a barrel frozen with ice every single day for five minutes and feel like death while I'm in there? Well, I made sure that I bought it, number one. I put a financial, you know, my financial money out there. And then number two, I said, I'm going to buy ice every single day when I work out. So the ice is either going to melt or I'm going to use it. And number three, I made sure that I executed on it every single time I worked out. It's not a question anymore. I have to execute. So I built this muscle of execution, which I think is a super important muscle for us to realize not only if you're a salesperson or if you're a leader, 
but for everything. Execute in your diet, execute for your family, execute for your health, execute for your job, execute for your team, execute for your life. When you say you're going to do something, you do it every single time. And the craziest thing I always talk about is everything in life connects. Like all this execution connected to so many more things. Like think about it. You execute on one thing, you learn something new. With that one thing you learn new, you talk to somebody new. With that one person you talk new, you build a relationship. With that relationship creates another relationship. And things keep connecting together just like they have for me my whole life. It's not about asking for a referral one time. But if you ask for a referral every single time, that eventually connects to hundreds of thousands of dollars of business over five years. But it was a habit making it consistent, executing on it that started the whole train. But execution is hard. If you don't have a great company that teaches you execution, that has great technology, if you're not fostered with execution from the top, sometimes it's hard to do and that's understandable. So how do we execute and make it easy? Well, I always say hack your brain. If you want to make things, if you want to do things, make them easy to do. Meaning if you want to work out in the morning, what I used to do was put pre-workout already made right by my bed. Now, I don't know how healthy this is, George and everybody else listening, but as soon as I wake up, I usually snooze. Instead of snoozing, I drink the pre-workout. Now I'm like, shit. I could go to sleep with my heart beating real fast. That's probably not even, that's probably worse as far as health is concerned. Or I got to get my ass up because I need to work out within 30 minutes while this pump gets going. And like, that was a hack for me. If I want to eat healthy, it's hard to eat healthy. But if you prepackage your meals and you bring them with you to work, you're hacking yourself that you already have the meals. You don't got to think about what you're going to eat. You save, uh, you know, choices, you save brain power, willpower, and it's going to be easier to eat healthy. If you don't want to drink, you stay away from the bars. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can hack your brain to do stuff, but you have to make it easy. And I'm going to go over some of the things that I've done with leaders and myself and salespeople to make executing easy for them. Before we get into those methods and get to George, I want to quickly tell you, you have to know the why. You know, execution is great, but like, why are you executing? Why do you wake up early? Like you want to wake up early. You say that. And then you connect the execution to, well, if I wake up early, I'm going to get to work out and get a head start on the day. But is that really the purpose and the why of waking up early? You got to go six, seven layers beneath that to figure out what is it that waking up early is going to do for you in the long term when it comes to your purpose and your why. Why should you follow up every single day using text, email, voicemail, using all your resources? Is it just to get an extra deal a day? Or is it, what does that do for you in the long term, five years, 10 years for your goals and your vision? Because waking up early should be connected to being able to sleep whenever you want. That's the real goal. You wake up early now so you can get an advantage on the world. But waking up early every single day consistently gives you an extra month at the end of the year than the average individual has. With that extra month in five years, what could you do with that? And could you be free where you never have to wake up early again? Or it's up to you. Maybe that's your why or your purpose. <laughs> 